0: Welcome to another episode of CTA's podcast alongside my boy Nick, I'm Brintero here and welcome to basically our week zero preview of this week. Well, we're recording this episode September 10th, going to be have it be released tomorrow on 9-11 the, as week zero begins here in the Whippeal. So some games got postponed this week. Games such as Baldwin at Mount Lebanon, Seneca Valley at North Allegheny, Laurel Highlands at Uniontown, Sarah, Steel Valley at Sarah Catholic, Summit Academy at Shadeside Academy. Those are just some of the games that have been postponed and delayed f- for tomorrow, though. But we still have other games being played going on, such as Bethel Park at Upper St. Clair, Connellsville at Woodland Hills, Belle Vernon at McKeesport. Just games like that, though. So, Nick, I'm going to have you talk to begin this episode. What would you like to start out in our week zero preview?
1: Yeah, so, first of all, excited, glad to get this going. Thankful we get to have it this year. And like I said, it's going to be, it's a little bit different, but it's going to be seven fun weeks of just fast-paced action. And then we get playoffs, obviously. So, I guess I'm just kind of break it down class by class of what the schedule is for tomorrow night, and... We'll just kind of go from there. So, Class 6A, Central Catholic takes on Kane and Mac, Norwin versus Hemfield. And then because of the COVID postponements, N.A. plays Penn Hills instead of Southern Cavalli. And then then Baldwin takes on Hollidaysburg as their game against Mount Lemmon got postponed as well. So, Baldwin, I think the big storyline for them, Tim Sweetie comes in after six really good years coaching Derry and turning that program back around. He likes to run the ball and goes with hard nose defense. Baldwin has some key guys coming back, most notably Dorian Ford, who, who will make his commitment decision next week. But uh, and also Connor Laval is two of the main guys there. And they got a nice little crop of returning talent still from a team that made the playoffs last year. So I think for Baldwin, just to kind of get the Sweeney era underway and hopefully to pick up right where they left off under uh, Cooley, Coach Cooley. Any penhills uh, Penn Hills, um, <laughs> These guys haven't played in a couple of years since Penn Hill has made the switch to Class 5A. I think it will be interesting because, I mean, both these teams have talent, but also have some new faces in big spots. I think it will be a good feeler game for both to start where essentially for both pursue their Whitfield championships, this won't have an effect on it, but I think it's going to be a good opening game against, like I said, new, new faces, big experience. Norwin and Hemfield, two teams who have struggled since the class since things have moved to six classes. Huge opportunity week one to start off with a win. And of course, six they only the top four make the playoffs. So I think so again it's a huge opportunity from both these teams to try to start off strong and maybe pull off an upset this year and be a playoff team. Both have new quarterbacks, both lost a good bit to graduation, but the knights did play a lot of younger guys last year too, and they're on their back. So I like Norman in that one. And then Central Calicanamack. The Vikings are loaded despite having a new quarterback. They have a lot of other people back. Cato Mack returns a lot of young guys that played last year. But again, the Vikings, heavy favorites, preseason favorites in Class 6A the Quad County Conference, heavy favorites they show to win tomorrow. And it kind of around, and we just dropped our season guide yesterday. So, of course, it's available 100% free via PDF through our website. So, I'm going to let you guys continue to enjoy that and read up, check through it yourselves. But... Just to run through the picks, our 6A picks, Central Catholic is our favorite to win the class this year. NA is number two, Seneca Valley three, Malibn four. In year number two, Edner, Bob, Palco. Then and out it's Baldwin, Kana, Mac, Norman, and Hemfield. And then a little interesting tidbit about 6A2, out of the eight teams, Malvern is the only team that has a returning starting quarterback and junior Joey Daniels. Now, Baldwin's Colin Brains saw experience last year. Camack is two young kids who both played last year too. Norwin's Nick Fleming saw a time last year as well. So, But, again, returning starter, though, Dan is the only guy from my love and we'll see how that rolls with some new faces that they have and under Bob Palco in his second year at the program.
0: Yeah, okay. When I look at 6 – for tomorrow's games involving six A schools, Canon Mac at Central Catholic. I'm gonna have Central Catholic win that game though, because I feel like, even though with the loss of Elliot Donald, though, the Central Catholic team needs to show the media, it needs to show everybody that they can win without Elliot. And I really, honestly think that they can. So I have them beating Cannon Mac though. If Central Catholic loses tomorrow, like you got, to, like you gotta have you, really, you know, you need to like start thinking about like what it, what is going on right now though, because as we as we said we had Kent Mac in the bottom four though, and this game's in Wilkinsburg at Graham Field though, so it's not like the usual Carnegie Mellon, Duquesne University home field that Central Catholic's at though, but like we'll we'll see though, but I expect Central Catholic to win, cannot lose cannot lose a game like this though, Hempfield at Norwin, this game's kind of a coin toss though. Nick Fleming though, he's someone in six A that can like that can make plays though. And it's like add Norwin. So I'm gonna give so I'm gonna give the edge to Norwin there. Um Baldwin at Holliday's Burke can really say anything though. So if anything, I guess I'll say Baldwin wins though because they do have talent though, and I feel like they can be a playoff. They definitely can't be a playoff team. They have they have the coach. They have players with experience though, even though they're in six A, they just need to Get the job done though. So we'll say Baldwin wins that though. Other game, Penn Hills and North Allegheny though. I'm gonna give Penn Hills the win there. I know, I know, Khalil Jenkins and um Nate Hoker are on that team alongside offensive lineman Mike Dorn though. But I feel like Julian Duggar, the rise, the rising freshman, is about to start a new era at Penn Hills, as he as and since he's about to start a new era. That means the end of the era is coming soon for star players, which is Noel Roach and Dante Pollard. Though I feel like they think they can make some noise in five A, and I think they and then I think they make a statement win over North Allegheny tomorrow.
1: Yeah, that's an interesting point. I mean, honestly, to give a pick on that game, I'm gonna go with you on Penn Hills. I just think John Ladon's done a fantastic job, just are just reinstilling a, a great tradition of the program. I think they got a lot of guys who. Are just quite frankly underrated and overlooked for whatever reason, which I don't understand that. But I just think they're hungry. I mean, I all see NA NA, obviously. I think it's gonna be. A lo- I think it's gonna be a low-scoring game to be honest. But I just think this Pennells team has something special about it that a lot of people are just overlooking. And I think they're gonna showcase it tomorrow, it's the freshman, like you said, Duggar, or junior Trayshawn Barron, who's who did a great job with Perry last year, transferred over. So I do think both those guys will have an impact tomorrow and throughout the season for Penn Hills.
0: Nick, I, I yeah, I totally agree. That's right. They have Baron starting as quarterback too. What I see from Penn Hills, I think this season, as I, I just think that they'll beat N.A. though. that 2018 team that won with Beals in the states. The, they have a friendship and connection. That that senior class is just something else. Dude, that that was like a that was basically like a squad right there. I don't feel like I don't feel like this Penn Hills team is like the squad and like close friends that 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 appeared on their twenty eighteen team though. But like this team has talent and they should play good enough to win for the whole season though. But anyway, let's move on to five A though. We have games such as Bethel Park, Upper St. Clair, West Allegheny Moon, Connellsville, Woodland Hills, Franklin Regional at Gateway, Latrobe at Pentraffer Fox Chapel at Pine Richland, Shaler at North Hills tomorrow. And Nick, let's let's hear the picks for Oh, All
1: yeah. seven uh, of those matchups tomorrow. Yeah, so looking at 5A, I mean, so look at the Allegheny 6, Moon, West A. I think this is a trap game for Moon because normally West A has been the favorite going to this one. But now the table's a flip. West A is coming off a rough 3-1 year. They played a lot of youngkins last year that are coming back. Moon, of course, had a phenomenal 2019. Carbony by surprise. Did, did great things. But now in 2020, they're no longer the ones sneaking up on people. They expect to win the conference again. They expect to be one of the eight playoff teams, but people also expect that of them. And again, Moon has a lot of good guys coming back, and they have a strong group of juniors and seniors too. But be careful; it's a rivalry game. West Day, you can't cat them out. I'm going to pick Moon to win, but don't be surprised if West Day, who's in, who's under a new head coach too, don't be surprised if they come out though and make this one a dog fight. And, of course, unfortunately, the the Suffolk-Pierce-Toucher game is postponed. So, South Suffolk's going to Ohio. Again, high-paced Lions offense, I think, will show up and they'll win that one. And then, I'll be saying, Claire Bethel Park, again, rivalries are nude. The Panthers haven't beat the Park in quite some time. But I think USC, a, really, a very talented, deep team against a, a very youthful Bethel Park team. I think the Panthers at home and roll this one and really kind of avenge everything in the last couple of years. But again, it's a rivalry, so it might be trickier than that. I'm looking into the Big East Conference. Gateway, Frank, Larrue, These two have built. These two have, have a rivalry, but it's been very one-sided. And I think this Gator team, despite trying to figure out the quarterback situation. Again, I mean, this team's led loaded with talent, led by Derek Davis and some Lyman Nelson and JT Taylor. Frank Regal is a lock coming back, and they should be pretty good this year too. But I think Gateway just was going to win this one and kind of do what they did last year a little bit, which was a blowout. Um and Latrobe, the Warriors, Ethan Carr and Fry brothers, too much there for the Wildcats. And then Woody High, Connellsville, Woody High makes the move over into the Big East Conference. The Falcons bring back a 1000 yard rusher in Kyron Cogette. The Woody High, again, this is a redemption for them, trying to bounce back after arguably the worst season in program history last year. I think Deontay Williams and a nice group of seniors and juniors start a good year with a big one at home. Plus, they got new uniforms too, so you've got to be excited about that if you're Woody High. And then in the Northeast, Pirates and Fox Chapel. The Foxes lost a lot of graduation. Pine Richland's Pine Richland, led by Cole Spencer, Miguel Jackson, Harrison Hayes, Eli Yacom, and such. The Rams at home have no issues there. North Hills and Shaler, these two, it was a good game last year, had stakes this year. Shaler has a lot of new guys coming in. North Hills favored this one at home. I think we will take care of business there. And that's it for 5A games, I believe. Um. As kind of ran through – as, by the way, panels, Kiski also postponed because of COVID. Kiski is trying to get that cleared up, so that's – another one I got PPD'd. And the quick run of our picks in 5A, Allegheny 6, we have Peters Township, USC, South Fayette. As Peters, we have as the top-ranked team coming into the year. USC is number four. South Fayed's number six. And they, we have them as one of the two wild cards. Then running out to Moon, Wednesday Day, and Bethel Park. Big East, we have Gateway winning it, followed by Penn Trafford and Franklin Regional. Gateway is number two. Penn Trafford is number five preseason for us. Woody High, the twelve colleges around the conference, and the Northeast. The our favorite is the number three team in the class, followed by Penn Hills, North Hills, Kiski, Fox Chapel, and Shaler is our preseason picks.
0: I like that. I like that. Let me tell. Let me start with uh, my. Let me just tell you my picks for tomorrow's matchups, though. In five A, um, let me see here. We'll start. Oh, we'll start Allegheny sixth conference. Battle Park, Upper Saint Clair. Nick, you're obviously right. Battle Park has had over the years. I don't think they've been as good as Upper Saint Clair on paper, though. But like when it comes to, when these two teams play, um. Bethel Park has somehow won, though. I don't think that's the case this year. I think Upper St. Clair is, like, really loaded. As we mentioned, a bunch of players in our season guide, though. But I think there's even more of those players that, like, we haven't even thought of, though. Upper St. Clair, I have them winning that game. West Allegheny had Moon, though. I think – listen to this. I think West Allegheny wins this game, though. I don't know. I just, like, Gavin Miller, though, the rising junior. I just feel like this is his time to, like, shine, really. Moon, I don't know who their starting quarterback will be going into tomorrow. That it's def- a,
1: it's a junior Tyler McGowan. He started like half the games last year.
0: Okay, Tyler McGowan. But, you know, I expect to also have a breakout game. Well, I expect Nico Flatty to do what he always does, but I expect Paul yeah. Moon to make some noise tomorrow too, though. I'm giving West Ganey the win there and it's going to be really close and I think it's going to be a closer game that everyone thinks of. Yeah, I'm so- with you on that. So, look at that. Th- so, I'm going to choose West Allegheny there. And maybe it could be the start of rebuilding something new, though. Uh, one of their former assistant head coaches is going to coach his first game as head coach for the Indians tomorrow. Uh, let, me, let me think of his name real quick. I can't think of it right uh, now. Dave the- Shop. Dave Shop, exactly. Yeah. I expect yeah. him to get his first win as head coach tomorrow at Moon. So, there you go there. Let's move on to the big A big A East Conference. Oh, actually, uh, I still had South A at Ohio. I think South I think nominale model will have a passing day over that team in Ohio called Dover there. Five A Big East Conference, Connellsville, Woodland Hills. I'm gonna I'm gonna have Connellsville win this game. They have like two running backs or something, I think, returning though, that could explode. And uh I won Woodley what, Woodland, I won Woodland Hills to prove me wrong though, so Go try, though. I'm giving Collinsville the win there. Franklin Regional at Gateway. Here, this is what's going to be interesting to me tomorrow, Nick. For Franklin Regional and Gateway, I expect it to be, like, not a bloodbath at all. I expect Gateway to seriously knock the heck out of Franklin Regional. But you know what's going to be weird? I don't think it's going to be even guys like Frank, like Derek Davis or Jamar Price or um, – Patrick Body like, making all the plays. I think it's just going to be some kids that we never even heard of before that make the noise and slap Franklin Regional, as sad as that is. I think it's true. Pen Trafford, I think Pen Trafford is just going to beat Latrobe, though. Even though I think it should be, like, a, even though I think it should be a spanking, I don't think it's going to be a spanking. But I think Pen Trafford overall is still going to win that game. Fox Chapel, Pott and Richland have to have the Rams win that one, though. They have a bunch of talent coming back on all sides of the field. Coming up, coming, coming back on both sides of the field. I think, I think Fox Chapel is going to take an early lead, though. Pinehurst is just going to be like, no, 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 no. We're just going to, we're going to find a way. We're going to find a way to like knock you guys out, and I think they'll find a way to do that. Uh, as we mentioned before, Penn Hills and a Hills should have played Kiskey, but they're going to play North Alleghenies. As I said, I had Penn Hills winning that, and the last game in the. 5A Northeast Conference between Shaler and North Hills. It's really a flip of a coin though, but I'm going to get flip the coin back to North Hills. They, they did lose a lot of starting seniors from a lot of se- seniors that started last year though, but I just think they have more talent than Shaler overall though. So now...
1: We'll I mean, go on that real quick with North Hills. They do bring back their two studs, Foskey and Tyler Tomasics. So that's kind of... So they're a sneaky team. I'll say that.
0: I agree. Yes, we're gonna move on to four A now. I'm gonna tell our audience who
1: we had. Well, actually, really quick, if you don't mind, I just wanna say the Franklin Regional. Chuck Botta, fantastic, fantastic coach, fantastic program. But I do say this: I do think they are gonna be a pretty good team this year. I just think tomorrow is not their night. But I do think they are gonna be very good. and They are gonna be a playoff caliber team. Just to get that. Out, just to get that. Out there.
0: Okay. We're gonna we're gonna move on to four A. So our preseason picks we have in the first conference, which is the Parkway Conference, we have alequipa as the number one team, Beaver as the num Beaver is number four, Blackhawk number five, Chargers Valley six, Montour three, Newcastle two. We look at the other conference, which is let's move on to we do Big Eight. Yeah, And now we're going to go Greater Allegheny Conference, Armstrong 7, Greensburg-Salem 6, Hampton 5, Highlands 4, Indiana 8, Knock 3, Mars 2, Plum number 1. And um, even though I didn't say these in order, I'm just going off based off alphabetical order by schools though. And then finally in 4A, in the 4A Big 8 Conference, we have Bell Vernon- as the number three seed, Laurel Highlands at number five, McKeesport number two, Ringle number seven, Thomas Jefferson one, Trinity six, Uniontown eight, West Mifflin fourth, even though we have them ineligible for the playoffs because they are ineligible for the playoffs. So my picks for 4A tomorrow, let's start with the Big 8 Conference, Bel Vernon and McKeesport. This is going to be a show. I think this game needs more hype than it should be, though. I'm going to give Bell Vernon a slight edge, though. I feel Devin Woodlock's going to make just one more play just to beat McKeesport, and then one more play is going to be talked about in all the newspaper articles and all the media outlets tomorrow, though. So I see Bell Vernon winning that game. Laurel Highlands at Uniontown is postponed, though, but Laurel Highlands is going to Albert Gallatin tomorrow. I think Laurel Highlands wins this game, though, just because – yeah, Ronnie Gallagher's coming back and all that, though. But Al- Albert Gallanton still needs to find their identity after moving to the independent league just a year ago. Ringgold at Trinity. This is a tough one, though. But I feel like this is honestly a flip of a coin. I'm gonna give I'm gonna, I'm gonna give Trinity the edge here, just because I feel like they have a bunch of average players, though. That don't get talked about a lot though. But they know if they don't make if they don't make a name for themselves today, I'm, or I should say why I say today, I'm in tomorrow. Yeah, t- yeah, today. On Friday. Then it's like crap, then if we can't beat Ringgold, how are we gonna beat Thomas Jefferson, Belverne, McKee's Poor and even Laurel Highlands though? Thomas Jefferson at West Mifflin though. That's gonna be closer than everyone thinks though. I think Thomas Jefferson's gonna win just because of the fact that Jake Pugh and Ian Hansen is going to be that wide receiver combo that gets reminded like Shane Stump and Daniel Diebner from last year. They could be as good. They have the capability. They have the coach to get them to that high level, though. Will they they be as good as the state championship team? Maybe. You never know, though. But I'm having TJ win that game tomorrow. In the Greater Allegheny Conference, Hampton and Mars, though, I'm going to have Hampton win, and it's simply because of the Teddy Ruffner show. Fun fact about Teddy Ruffner, which I learned from one of my friends. Teddy Ruffner's mom's actually a coach at – not coach. She's a math teacher. No, it's, it's either a math or science teacher. Definitely a science teacher. Yeah, that's what it is. Teddy Ruffner's mom's a science teacher at Hampton, though. That's like, just a fun fact, though, but I feel like he's going to play hard against the school that his mom works at, though. So, see, I see Mars winning that one there. Highlands at Nock. I think Nock just has talent. They'll win that game. Indiana and Armstrong. I'm gonna give it. I'm gonna give this one to Indiana. It's just one of those upset picks that you just gotta have, and I think Indiana just somehow wins. Because Armstrong, I don't, they do have. To, they have to do some guys coming back though, but I think they have gotta like use those guys more efficiently, and they'll realize tomorrow that how more how more efficient they really need to use those guys. Plum at Greensburg Salem. Plum is low key like really nice. I don't think many people know that with Max Metolzzi and Reed Martin. But like this team's like pretty good. And they and they have other players that should be coming up. I think this this one kid's name is Evan too, or something. He's coming back from Plum. So I expect Plum to beat Greensburg Salem. Class 4 a Parkway conference, Aliquippa, Newcastle. This is a tough one. I'm gonna give I'm gonna give Newcastle the win, though. Even though we have Aliquippa being the num being the one seed in this conference, I feel like this is the game that Newcastle's gonna win. Beaver at Blackhawk. Beaver, I, Beaver's gonna. I feel like they're gonna be shut out for a long period of time, but then score that touchdown with like, five, like three or so minutes remaining just to get on the board. Blackhawk wins that. And Chargers Valley Montour. I think Mont. I think Montour is definitely. I think Montour gonna win that one. Jaden Hill, Cameron McLaurin. Uh, Luke Persinger returning as their starting quarterback. That they know they cannot lose to a team that didn't has not won a conference game in two years. With that being said, Nick, who do we have? Who do you have tomorrow for four A?
1: Yeah. So looking at um, Belvern McKeesport, it's in McKeesport, home field advantage. Hopefully, they have a good bit of fans come up. Um, yeah, the Robinson brothers back. And you have I mean, keeps has some talent. Colin Lyons is one of the better linemen in the whole Whitby people who are trying to anchor that group. And then the wishbone offense. Supposedly, sophomore Capone Jones is going to make his debut. That's what we've gathered. So they're going to have a new quarterback either way. Bill Vernon, of course, is it Devin Woodlock a quarterback? Is it the junior Riley Willant? We'll find out tomorrow. But i sure I think Bill Vernon has the best player on the field in Devin Woodlock. They've had, they've had just a little bit better track record the last couple years, but both these programs have been phenomenal. Um, I like Bill Vernon, too. I just, I just think Woodlock's going to make a play. He's going to find a way. And, again, two teams who love running football. So this could be a very quick ground-and-pound game, too. It's, it's going to be physical. But I think Bill Vernon sneaks this one out. Laurel Highlands with Ronnie Gallagher sophomore year. They also have some returning veterans. I think they start off by being a neighborhood rival. Trinity and Ringgold, I like what you said about Trinity, is that the Hillers have some guys like Drew Cain, Mika Finley, Caden Colson, who's back in quarterback. They have some guys who have proven themselves. They have some. They have a couple good linemen, too. But if you want to be a playoff competitor and want to compete in this conference, you have to win this game tomorrow at home against Ringgold, who's on the upswing and trying to rebuild the program. Year 200 under and Mangie's. I'm going to pick the Rams in an upset because I like what he's doing. I like how they've rebuilt the thing. And they won a game last year in a very emotional, special way. I think this Rams team's going to come in surprise tomorrow and win just kind of one of those funky, goofy scoring games. T.J. West-Mifflin, the rivalry that definitely can use a reboost as it's been one-sided as of late. Of course, the best player on the field is Nakai Johnson of the Titans. But they also have a lot of new – they also have a lot of new pieces they are going to try to figure out their parts on the offense. TJ, they lost a heck of a lot to graduation last year, but they bring back a nice score of guys. At the end of that, I just think the duo of Preston or Ian Hansen, along with Jake Pugh, a quarterback, along with Deron Van Biber, and, and some guys from, that, from the usually very stout Jaguar defense return, I think it will be too much, and they'll find a way to win the game by at least 14 points. I'm um, looking to the greater Allegheny, Mars, and Hampton. Hampton lost a lot of production to graduation. Mars did too, but back is Touchdown Teddy, who's not officially a four year starter, but he's seen meaningful action in the last three years. Looking to start his senior year with a big bang. I think Mars runs behind him, and then they start off the year on a great note. Knock and Highlands, an interesting game. Both teams with a mix of talent and nuance. And honestly, I said back, I think late July, that at that time I liked Nock to win the conference, but it was very early and it could change. Well, it obviously did because cause we picked Plum to win the season guide. I'm, I'm sorry, to win the conference in our season guide. We actually had Nock third. So. But I do think I'm going to kind of go against that July pick again. I like Highlands for the upset. I think Joaquin Roman, the talented lineman getting looks by, at Rug from Rutgers you got Chandler Thimmons, who impressed as a freshman quarterback last year. He returns. You have DJ Loveland, as his top receiver. you got the duo of Caleb and Brock White. I don't think they're related. But you have them back. I think the Rams go on their own and have a surprise to start the season off. Greenberg, Salem, and Plum. The goal lines have to replace a lot. Plum, I don't think it's getting any near the respect they deserve. As this Plum senior class has had a good two years of experience. They make the move from 5A to 4A. You've got Tom over the place, most notably, Penkman, Max Matolsi, as the leading receiver and linebacker. I think Plum was on their own and makes a statement tomorrow. Wins. I think they win by at least 20 points, and that's why I think they're going to show why we picked them to win the conference, at least to start off strong. And then Indiana Armstrong, two programs trying to rebuild themselves. Indiana, it's been a while since they've had success. Armstrong – the days of Zane Dudek's magical senior year seem like they were forever ago. I like the Indians on the road in an upside. I think they have a little more back. I think they have a little more pack to their punch. I think just one of those upset picks. And then the Parkway Conference. I like Montour. I have no issues against Shaw Valley. Blackhawk and Beaver I think a 100% toss-up. Beaver struggled mightily last year, but they bring a lot back from that team. And the fact that quarterback Brady Hanson missed – all of last year to injury, as well as James Finch, who's a talented receiver and defensive back for them. Both those guys returned for their senior year starting tomorrow. I think a lot of people overlook that fact. Blackhawks have been phenomenal under Zach Haver the last two years, but they lost a lot to graduation. They, have, they, have, they certainly have talent back, most notably Josh Hathaway. And, again, Blackhawks one of those teams where when we went through the picks, the preseason picks, at one point you had them second. At one point you had them third, fourth, fifth. It was just hard to figure out where to put them. That's a case where the Blackhawk, they could have another really good year and show us wrong and, and finish first or second. Or the Mino, you know, the lack of veteran can, can you know, which is kinda of why we made the pick, the lack of experience compared to the corners can kind of hold them back. Because Montour is a lot coming back. Newcastle does too. Al Quipa we'll talk about in a second. But but again, I think Blackhawk Beaver. toss-up game. I picked Beaver fourth. I'm going to pick them tomorrow. But, again, I think both these teams have a real chance to make the playoffs. And Newcastle, Aliquippa, it's in Newcastle. Mike Wills, junior quarterback. They have his top target, Donnie Cade, returns. This team is under the radar good. And wouldn't that be a way to start the year for the Hurricanes? Beat Aliquippa at home. But I'm going to go Quips. Thorner Red, Paris Bundridge, Sayer Clark, Vaughn Morris, the quarterback, amidst many other talented players, return. The Quips always have that chip in the fact that the state made them move up to 4A despite them already being up two classes just because they're a very successful program. People are counting them out. I think Alquipa makes a statement tomorrow. Newcastle's good, but I think Alquipa wins. And again in our preseason top five, number one's TJ, number two Alcopa three, McKeesport, Plum, and Bill Vernon round that out.
0: This is beautiful. So let's move on to three A now. Let me t- let's t- I'm gonna say who we have predicted in top f- for each con. I'm gonna have our predicted order of finish for each conference in 3A. Northwestern 6, we have Central Valley 1, Avonworth 2, Keystone Oaks 3, Hopewell 4, Quaker Valley 5, Ambridge 6, and the Allegheny 7 Conference, East Allegheny 1, Borough 2, Derry 3, North Catholic 4, Freeport 5, Deer Lake 7, Valley 7, and the Interstate Conference, Elizabeth Ford 1, South Allegheny 2, York 3, Mount Pleasant 4, Southmoreland 5, South Park 6, Brownsville 7. That's what our whole staff created together. That was the average. Those were our preseason standings, though. And now let's talk about just the games for tomorrow. We start with Burrow at Valley in the Allegheny 7 Conference. It's a, it's the Alex Arliss show. Like, oh, my goodness, dude. Like, the, the work this man has put in the offseason, unreal. And if he loses to, like – one of the if he loses to Valley though, then then holy crap. To be honest with you, part of my language with the holy crap part, but that's just like what it is though. Now what's funny though, Burrow, Burrow quarterback Alex Arledge, he has a cousin named um, Justin Hooper, who plays tight end in Valley though. So besides Valley not being ranked that good throughout the whole media and Burrow and Arledge's cousin being. From Valley, that just wants that just makes Alex Arlich Burrow, Alex Arlich himself want to win more. So I see Burrow winning that game. Deer Lakes at Freeport, you, this one is like a toss up to me too. I mean, it just is like no one expects anything out of them. So I'm just gonna say Deer Lakes wins. I don't know who their starting quarterback will be though, but I just feel like, hey, let's just win a game. North Catholic at Derry. I'm going to give this to North Catholic. I just feel like they, they all have something to prove. For years, this North Catholic team has been like, have never has never been bad, but never been great. But like, when are you going to get to that great point? And I think someone on that North Catholic football staff is going to realize, let's make it today. And let's make today count. So let's try and be number one in this conference. And it starts tomorrow. So yeah, North Catholic should win this. Should win that game tomorrow. We go to 3A Interstate Conference. Elizabeth Ford at Yawk. C.J. Waldiere, the second best receiver from the Whippy going into – well, from – the second best receiver going into the this year behind David Pantelis. He faces off against one of the best defensive ends. Also in three A and in the Wipio and Chase Wadden. that's just two star players you need to watch out for that game. I think Elizabeth Ford brings more talent back. I think they win tomorrow, but if York wins, though, I'm not going to be surprised either because there's a chip on everyone's shoulder in that locker room. South Allegheny and Mount Pleasant. I don't think many people realize that Antonio Ups can really carry a team. And I think he carries this team tomorrow against Mount Pleasant. And I think he's going to keep doing it throughout this whole conference. South Park at South Moreland. South Morland, because they are at home and they will feel comfortable, more comfortable at home than they would be at South Park. So they win tomorrow. And in the Northwestern, six conference, Keystone Oaks at Ambridge. Logan Shrub's going to be a four-year starter. I think this, like as much as Keystone Oaks hasn't, really like won chips or anything though. The career he has had and the resume he has put out has been unreal and he's just going to top it off one more for one more year. So, Keystone Oaks wins that game. Quaker Valley at Avonworth. Drew Harper. Drew, is it? No, it's not true. It's, it's Nate Harper. My apologies. Really, really, really apologize there to all the Harper family though. But uh, yeah, his Avonworth team moves up to 3A. They play. Quaker Valley, a Quaker Valley team that really doesn't have anybody to really look out for in my opinion, though. But I hope they change my mind and prove me wrong. Every time someone proves me wrong, that's just good, though, because I go off by stats, and the stats shows that Quaker Valley is not, it's not supposed to win this game. But I really hope they prove me wrong, though, so once again, Avon North wins. And they know that they got some work to do. Try and then get back to a state champ. Get back to a state championship game. And Central Valley at Hope. Well, Central Valley. I think every game, to be honest, from here on out, I'm gonna have Central Valley win because they're just too talented, and you just it's, you, you just can't bet against them. I honestly think the Central Valley team has the best chance to win to win a state in every single Whipple team, and it begins tomorrow against the not so well looked Hope team. Nick, your 3A picks for tomorrow.
1: Yeah. Um. So, we're just, So Northwestern six. Central Valley. Hope. I mean, the Vikings. They do have some guys back, but they got to turn around. But it's not going to start tomorrow. Central Valley's absolutely loaded. No excuses this year. I like the Warriors big. Quaker Valley Amworth, Quakers try to bounce back. They. I mean, they have some young guys from last year who returned. But Amworth, class 3A they're making their debut, the Harper brothers, Trevor Faulkner is going to Air Force, Uh, Ian Siam and such. Too much time. I think they win this one comfortably. Ambridge and Keystone Oaks, right side for the Bridgers. It's their home opener, and they move from Class 4A to 3A and have a whole new conference. The downside, though, they're probably going to lose because Keystone Oaks has a lot coming back from a team that won six games last year. Mark Hutchins, who's the top receiver, returns, but most notably, obviously, Logan Shrub, a four-year starter, phenomenal dual threat quarterback. Hopefully, I mean, hopefully, only having seven games versus 10 allows, doesn't need, I mean, when you look back, doesn't cost him in the record books because he has a chance to really do some special things. So I like the Eagles to win this one comfortably. And again, Ambridge, you, you hope they can turn things around and you want the best for them, but just look at the facts. It might take another year or two. Um looking then at the interstate conference, we're gonna do that one next. South Allegheny, Mount Pleasant. I like the Gladiators. They got the best player on the field in, in Antonio Epps. Jet Jones, the quarterback's back. You got some you got some returning talent. They make the move from 2A to 3A as well. But I like them to start strong. Now Mount Pleasant, how do they replace Jake Johnson and Nick Lofner from last year who spearheaded them? They have some guys back. Including Astro Connor, quarterback, but I just think South A is going to find a way to win this one. Um, Elizabeth Ford, Yawk unfortunately got postponed. So the Warriors are, I think, having a scrimmage tomorrow. Yawke, I believe, is against Shar Houston. And Yawk, they got CJ Waldeer and, and uh, Jamal Marbelli, along with Tristan Waldeer back at quarterback. Can Yawk put it together and, and make a run? Because on paper, they have the talent to do, so we'll see if it pans out that way. Um, and then Southmoreland-South Park, the Scotties ended the playoff drought of, I believe, 40 years last year. Was They make the move from 2A to 3A. South Park lost a lot. Nate, Nate May um, leads headlines this year's team. I think this game is a toss-up. popular pick would say go with South Park, but I'm just going to pick the Scotties at home. It's uh, Zach Serino leading the way. And then the Allegheny 7 Conference. Um Derry, North Catholic, the Battle of the Trojans. These two have traded blows the last couple of years. I mean, Dairy starts a new era under Vince Stallings, who's a former Dairy running back. North Calic has a lot to replace, but they do have town and guys returning. This one I think is honestly a toss-up. I really do, especially with it being the first game of the year for both. I'm going to go Derry just because they're at home, and I picked them out of North Catholic. So, But, again, should be, honestly, I think probably one of the top games of the week. Freeport and Deer Lake squaring off. Both teams have a lot of changes. Freeport is a really talented sophomore. Ben Lane leading the way. Deer Lakes lost practically their whole production to graduation. I'm going to go Freeport and home. Valley and Borough, the Battle of the Bulge. I like Alex Arledge and the Bucks. I think they have a lot of guys under the radar, kind of like Alex talked about early in August when we had them on our podcast. And Valley, they need to they they need to turn around and show it on the field. I think they are doing some good things there, but they need to produce on the field before we start picking them. Got to go Burrow. And then Brownsville-East Day non-conference game. East Day, we think highly of them this season. They have a lot of talent that I think is under the radar – they make the move from 2A to 3A. I think the Wildcats started off strong with a non conference showdown. One of the Falcons, who also make the jump from 2A to 3A, too. But for Browns, we'll want an opportunity, though, because you're trying to turn the peak of the program. Daniel Grant is a nice running back returning for them. If they can find a way to show up in this game and make some noise, talk about a confidence booster. But I do like East State to win, though. Okay, then.
0: So we will be moving on to 2A now. And let me tell our audience real quick the top five we had going in to this season when it comes to who do we have in the best is 2A. Number five, McGuffey. Number four, Sarah Catholic. Number three... I'm sorry. We we didn't have... Washington number five, Mago- Sarah Catholic Four, McGuffey 3, Freedom 2, Beaver Falls one. So let me tell you the games we have for tomorrow. And with Steel, Steel Valley Sarah Catholic cancel, Summit Academy, Shady Side Academy canceled and the Whipe Class 2A Allegheny Conference. The only game that'll be playing that conference tomorrow is Lingonier Valley at Apollo Ridge. I think this is this is tough though, because Apollo Ridge brings back talent. Lincolner Valley knows that this is an important game to win as they enter the Whippy for the first time in like 40 some years or something like that. But um I will give it I'll give it to Lingonier Valley tomorrow. Because a Paul Rich brings back talent, though. But Lincoln, Near Valley, though, I feel like needs to win this game, though. Because if they don't win this game, they're going to have a tough rest of the season. And in a conference that's really, really manageable to win. But I feel like this motivation that they need to have to mo- on Friday is going to be something that shocks me, though. So let's move on with your Class A to a century conference. That's Center Waynesburg Central. I'm gonna have Waynesburg Central win that. Charleroi Fraser. Give it a Charleroi. Washington McGuffey. That's a great game. That's a game. If if you if you have the ability to go to this game on Friday, I recommend doing so. I'm gonna have Washington win this game though because of one guy named Andre Porter, the dude from Washington, the dude from Washington DC, that, is, that transferred to Washington High this summer. That dude's a freak. I think all his teammates know that, and I think he's gonna help McGu- He's gonna help Washington beat McGuffey tomorrow. whitefield Class Two A, three years conference? Seamless South, Brenwood. Brenwood just—they bring back like a star. They bring back a star running back, star, de- star defensive player. Seamless South, the right now is not the time. of them, of, for them being known as a good football team though. So I'm gonna have. Brenwood wins, Stowrocks at like, like Carlton. Stowrocks, I think, it's going to, should I say, beat Carlton really badly or just beat them by a little? I'm just going to say Storox beats them by a lot, at least by like 20. Western Beaver, Southside Beaver. You look at that game and you're like, oh, that's pretty cool because you both have Western Beaver and. Western, Western Beaver and Southside Beaver playing though. This game is just like it's like who do you choose? They, they, they're both, they both bring back some talent too though. But because but because Southside Beaver's at home, I'll give the edge to Southside Beaver there at home. And then finally Whippy Class 2A, Midwestern Conference, Beaver Falls at Riverside. Beaver Falls. Like I'm gonna have them probably win like every single game in this section, maybe. Unless unless until they play New Brian in um early October. I think that's gonna be different. Uh Laurel I Nishanik. I have Nishanik win. I think they have some key players such as um oh what's the dude's name? Seems like Spencer or something. He comes, he returns, a, Spencer Perry, yeah, returning defensive end and tight end. I think he's, I think him and his Nishanik boys are going to come at it and they're at home too, so I think they'll beat Laurel. Mohawk at Elwood City. I looked at this before we are, and I was like, like, who would I really pick in this one? Like, seriously, I just like, I don't, I don't know. Just both bad. I'll just give the win to Mohawk. I wish I had proof of reasoning. Ryan Gibbons though does return for Elwood City. And they do have like two other guys who will be like seniors too though, but I don't know. I just I just feel like until I see Elwood City get a win this year, I'm gonna go with Mohawk. Please Elwood City, prove me wrong. A new Brighton Freedom. Game of the week. In my opinion, besides Claire and Etchenden in Week One, which we'll talk about later, look at that game and you're like, both teams return so much talent. New Brian gets a new quarterback. Freedom re- Freedom returns a bunch of talent, though. I'm gonna say Freedom wins though, because they're not only they're at home. I feel like they have even more talent on their team that we didn't even discuss in our season guy that can just ball out. Nick, how about two way picks
1: with you for you? Yeah, so i run through really quick our predictions for the standings in 2A. So Midwestern Conference is absolutely loaded in order from the top to the bottom. Beaver Falls, Freedom, New Brighton, Riverside, Neshanik, Laurel, Elwood City, and Mohawk. Century, McGuffey, Wash High, Fraser, Shore, Bed Center, Shore, Houston, and Waynesburg. The Three Rivers, Storox, Bremwood, Western Beaver, Southside, Seamless, Island, Carleton, and then the Allegheny. Sarah Catholic, Apollo Ridge, Steel Valley, Ligonier Valley, Shady Side Academy, and then Southern Academy is not playing. So I'm um, just looking at the games. Apollo Ridge, Ligonier Valley. Ligonier Valley out of District 6 has had a heck of a run over the last 10 years. The only problem is they returned to the Wipy for the first time in 50 years. They pretty much graduated the whole team. So you have a couple talented guys back, but a bunch of new faces. Apollo Ridge the exact opposite case here. A veteran squad that started for two, if not three years now. Logan Harmon's the best player on the field. The Vikings have high expectations, and this team, I mean, they, they should want them, they should welcome them. No excuses. i like them to win big tomorrow. Unfortunately, Sarah Calix Steel Valley got postponed as the Shady side in Summit. Um, in the Century, Wash High and McGuffey, Wash High has been the gold standard amongst these teams, whether it's been called the Century of the Interstate Conference. They've been the gold standard. They graduated some talented seniors. They're going to have a new quarterback. They're going to have some new guys in big positions, but they have talent back, Tayshawn Levy, to lead the rushing attack. At the end of the day, McGuffey, though, they return a lot of talent, too. They've done things the right way to build and do a winning program. This is the case. We picked McGuffey to win the conference and be number three entering the season. Wash High is number six. I'm going to say this. I'm going to pick McGuffey because it's at home. It's a rivalry. And if they're going to be truly contenders this year for a championship, they have to win this game. Because if you don't, you're probably not going to win the conference. And then you're going to have to have no slip-ups because then 2A, 18 playoff field, only the top two from each conference make it in. So you get th- So if you finish third place here, you're missing the playoffs automatically. So that's a lot of pressure. And plus, like, you figure this is a rivalry game. It's a big game. I mean, Wash High is a team you got to beat. If not tomorrow, when? So I'm going to go McGuffey. But it could be the top game of the week. Frazier and Charleroi. Frazier brings a lot back. Charleroi has to replace a bit. I like the Commodores at home. And I like this team a lot, to be honest with you. And the Waynesburg, Beth Center. Beth Center had a lot of injuries last year and had one of the worst seasons that they've had in a good while. They bring some guys back. were makes the move from three to two, but they lost a bit to graduation. I like the Bulldogs to get back on track. Start off twenty twenty with a win on the road tomorrow. And then in the three Rivers Conference, Starx Carleton Carleton got hit hard by graduation. The Vikings did too, but Starx moves from one to two. They have a lot. They 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 got a lot of time on that team. Deontay Gibbons and the sophomore Zay Davis. Josh Shagan takes over at quarterback. For Leroy, for Leroy Johnson's high-octane offense. I like the Vikings to make a splash. Braylon C.L. Sal, can year two under Coach Z get the Rebels back and running? Brentwood, Aiden Warnczynski, one of the most underrated players in the whole whippy be leads them. I like the Spartans at home. And then Southside versus Western. This one's a tough one. I mean, because both these teams, you could see making a run and challenging for the conference title. I think they're both good squads. I'm going to go Southside. I, I, think, I think the Rams and Luke Travelpiece have something special in that program. I think they're going to start off with a win, even though the paper suggests Western Beaver. And I like the team a lot. But I think Southside at home is going to find a way to win that one. And then the Midwestern Conference. Freedom and New Brian, I like this game a lot. I think both these teams are very, very talented. Nyan Green, I think, is the best player on the field. But Freedom has a deep senior class. They have the talented junior, Josh Pale. I think the difference here is a quarterback. Colbeck, second-year starter, and he saw time as a sophomore. New Brian's Gabe Haddix makes his first career start as a junior. I think Freedom finds a way to sneak this one out. And, again, in a tough Midwestern conference, only to talk to make the playoffs, circle this game, Nishanik and Laurel. Laurel makes the move from 1A to 2A. Luke McCoy's back. Nishanik lost their main offense production, but they've returned parent to everybody else. I like the Lancers to find a way to grind it out at home. Riverside and Beaver Falls. Welcome to Class 2A Beaver Falls as they move down from 3A. Riverside is a perennial playoff team. The Beaver Falls, this team's absolutely loaded. And it's a shame that you don't get to see Beaver Falls, Central Valley, and I'll Duke it out in 3A this year. But the Tigers, I think, take it out on 2A, and I think they make a statement behind Josh Hamish, Lee Glickson, and crew tomorrow on the road. And then Elwood City Mohawk, you know, Wolverines, they're due for a win. I think they've lost 20 straight games. they got a nice returning core players. You know what, let's go Wolverines at home, snap the losing streak. But Mohawk, they got some talented guys. Brian Klein leads them. Should be a good game, actually.
0: Lots of 2A games going on tomorrow. 2As can really be. Beaver Falls is like the team to like, it's the easy pick, it's the easy team to pick
1: going into this season though. But like, so many teams, so many games. It's going to be a fight. I mean, Beaver Falls is becoming the clear favorites coming into the year for for fair reasons, but I really do think 2A is, I mean, I think it's going to be anybody's game just with the spread out of talent. I do think it's a shame. That you don't have a 16-team playoff this year.
0: I agree, yes. Let's take a look at our let's take a look at our 1A predictions for the Eastern Conference in 1A. We have Clarendon 1, Jeanette 2, Greensburg Central Catholic three, Springdale 4, Leachbrook 5, Bishop Cavan 6, and Christian 7, Riverview 8, In the Track County South, West Green 1, Carmichaels 2, Jefferson Morgan 3, California 4, Manesson 5. Bentworth 6, Mapletown 7, Avella 8. And in the Big 7 conference, we have Town 1, Ulsh 2, Shenango 3, Cornell 4, Fort Cherry 5, Rochester 6, Union 7, Northgate 8. Predictions tomorrow. We'll start with Wippeo Class 1A Big 7 conference. This is the last conference that we will predict for the night as we head into tomorrow realizing that we're actually going to have a season after all. And it's just a beautiful thing to see. So in, big, in the Big 7 Conference, Fort Chariot, Burgettstown. Burgettstown's winning that game. Shane Kemper has some boys returning for Burgettstown that I didn't even learn before until I read the magazine, though. But they're hungry to play tomorrow. They're at home, too. Give them the edge there. Olshed, Cor- Olshed Cornell, look at this, and you're like, Okay. But overall, you're like, oh, she's going to win. Also, top five picks going into this year in r 1A, we had Greensburg Central Catholic 5, Olsh 4, Town 3, Jeanette 2, and Clareton at 1. Rochester at at Northgate, you look at that matchup, both teams are like, "Uh," but like Rochester has probably a couple more players that can make an impact, so I'm going to give the edge to Rochester there. Where we at now, Eastern Conference, let's go. Greensburg Central Catholic, leechburg Greensburg Central Catholic seems to return more players. And they have more players that seem to me want to play at the collegiate level. So we give the edge to Greensburg Central Catholic there. Riverview at Springdale. Big, big rivalry between, between how close those two schools are though. But we're going to give Riverview the win. It's an upset. To me, it's kind of an upset. But we're going to give it to them. They have no business at all winning this game, though. But they're going to show everybody that. They're going to find a way. Clarendon etching that. You flip a coin. You flip a coin. Games actually etching that. I thought it was at Clarendon. Jeez. But I have uh, Clarendon win. They bring back guys such as Dante Sanders. They lose their star quarterback, though. But Clarendon is just Clarendon. But then Jeanette's like Jeanette too. You look at the star players that come out both of those schools. though I just, feel, I'm just gonna give the edge to them, though. But if Jeanette wins, I'm not gonna be like, oh, I'm not gonna tell you next week. And be like, oh, I'm so shocked. No. So that's that's the. Eastern Conference, and in the Tri-County South, Avella Menessen, Coach Swope at Manessin. They've he's, he's treated those boys not only into football players or men, he's turned them into mature-ass adults. Menessen wins that because they are all mature, and even if they seem like they're not doing well, Coach Swope will make sure that they play well. California Benworth. California returns some guys, and Benworth is just like, Okay, so give the edge to California. There they win. Jefferson Morgan and Carmichael's. Apparently, there's some, there's some interest in Jefferson Morgan that I never looked into. Not only has my partner today, Nick, has, to, has told me how good Jefferson Morgan is. I've read other places, too, that they're going to be good. Usually, I don't make predictions without not knowing, like, a team's history or, like, what they are bringing back. I don't for Jefferson Morgan though, but I'm going to trust everyone on this one and say they go to Carmichael's and find a way to win. Mapletown, West Green. West Green returns players back. They'll have someone replace Benjamin Green. No, someone replace Ben Green. I mean, not Ben Green, Ben Jackson. When I say Ben Green, probably because the, what, the Green and West Green now. So I have, I have uh, West Green being Mapletown. Nick, your 1A picks.
1: Yeah. So, 1A, our top five preseasons in order from one to five. is Clarenton, Jeanette, Bergestown, Olsh, and GCC. I'm going through the games. In the big seven cards, Bergestown and Fort Cherry both slide down from 2A. Fort Cherry, it's Taryn Gary's first year as head coach. He used to quarterback them. Bergettstown, they've done a really good job being a mainstay. Shane Kemper leads a talented group of players. I think Blue Doves are no problem at home tomorrow. But Fortier, I do think will be much improved this year. Cornell and Olsh, interesting game here. The Chargers kind of surprised people in, in, as they reloaded instead of rebuilded last year. This year they have a lot back, led by Jamar Pearson. Cornell, now it's their turn. Is it a reload or rebuild? They have a lot of young, talented players. If I think it has to wait a week, I'd like the Chargers on the road. Northgate and Rochester. Northgate, they rebrand and they got some sweet black flame helmets now. But, but what do they have? They, I mean, they're trying to figure out the program. Rochester was really young last year. Those guys are back, led by Rashawn Reed and Parker Anthony, a sophomore quarterback. I like the Rams to win comfortably on the road. And then Saturday, Shenango and Union renew that rivalry as the Wildcats make the move from 2A to 1A. Union has – I mean, which should be a good defense with Aaron Gunn, who's going to Louisville, along with the Vitell brothers. But I think Shenango, led by Reese Watkins, Santino Campoli back quarterback. Again, them, Olsh, it was hard to pick one, two, and three. But I like the Wildcats at home on Saturday night, that is. um, The Tri-County South, looking at things there. Manessa Novella. Shane Swope takes over the program. His son, Shane Swope Jr., is a freshman quarterback. Apparently, when he was a York the last couple years from middle school, he did things that broke Dustin Schoaf's Yawk middle school records. So let's see what he can do as a freshman with the Greyhounds. I think they start strong, and the Swope ever begins with with some smooth sailing. The Carmichael's jeff Morgan rivalry is there. I like both these teams a lot. But I, I mean, Bailey Jones and Jonathan Wolf will be a talented running back matchup. But I think Jones and the Mikes at home will edge the Rockets, and it should be a good game. That could be a high-scoring game too. Benworth in California, the Trojans—they lose a lot of graduation, but Damani Stafford takes over as the team lead and at quarterback. Benworth, Trentavanna hasn't gotten recognized as a talented player, linebacker, and running back for the Bearcats. Who wins this one? I'm going to go California. They've just been the stronger program the last couple of years. And then West Green versus Maple Town. You root for the Maples. You hope they can figure it out. Landon Stevenson is a talented sophomore that's versatile, that needs people to start looking at him. But West Green has become the TCS gold standard. They lost Ben Jackson. They lost a really good senior class. But guess what? Corey Wise leads a talented group of returning players. I like the Pioneers not just win the conference, but it started with a bang tomorrow night. And then in the Eastern Conference on Saturday, Kanevin takes on Amoni Christian. Both these teams trying to turn it back around. I like the vibe Kannovan showed in the offseason. I think they win at home tomorrow. But of course, both these teams do have some talented players. Springdale Riverview, I like the dynamos. Dimitri French, best player on the field. Logan Us, the junior quarterback, returns who got some hype as a freshman, missed last year due to injury. Now he's back. I think the dynamos. Who could challenge for a playoff spot? I like them to win Leechburg and GCC Leechburg now owns Whitfield's longest playoff drought of 31 years this year with an 18 field again knocking any easier in this loaded conference. The Centurions have a lot back. You have the Douglas trio brothers. I apologize mispronounced the last name, but I think GCC just too much they'll win this one at end. The heavyweight fight, instead of having to wait to week nine, we get a week one. Jeanette and Claritin. Jeanette's home. Both these teams return a lot of talent. And the quarterback situation is interesting because Roberto Smith took over late last year for the Jayhawks. He's the starter this year. As, as James Sanders will be as the slot back athlete on offense now for the Bears. Jonte Sanders is the quarterback. You got Isaiah Barry's the leading rusher back. Dante Sanders will see carries. You have the junior Brooklyn Cannon who could break out as a receiver. Again, the Bears have had the edge. Wins and loss-wise the last handful, of decade, years. I think Clariton wins on the road, but expect this one to be a good, tight game that's going to be a lot of big plays. And again, this could be a preview of a Whitfield semi or championship in November, so can't argue about that. I like got that.
0: Great analysis, Nick, on your 1A predictions. Forgot to say I was going to do Saturday's games. Union at Shenango, I got Shenango winning, and I got Bishop Canavan being a Monte Christian because Bishop Canavan has a new coach, and they're trying to make a new brand and a new statement, and I'm interested to see how that will turn out. Well, tomorrow, Friday, September 11th, 19 years ago from tomorrow, we think about everyone that lost their lives and their family members as tomorrow is a day that needs to be reminded because of how innocent people lost their lives and how all of a sudden in anyone's life, something just happened in a quick of an instant, and we just got to appreciate all the good times we have together, though, and as we mark 19 years, it's been crazy, but the City League games we had today, actually, Nick, you tell me again Um, who
1: won yeah. today's game between so, I'll be honest. So, today was scheduled that university prep took on West Westhouse. I do not have a score update at this time. So, we'll gladly recap that game on next Tuesday or Wednesday when we kind of do a recap podcast. But, first of all, we'll set up about 9-11 because even though we have the excitement of a new Whitfield football season that thankfully we're going to have, and, of course, the excitement of the NFL and college football starting up this weekend too, it's important to take time just to remember that it, you know, just uh, – dark day in the world that happened 19 years ago so definitely just want to take a moment to just pay respects to everything that goes into it and realize that there is bigger things um but, but i just kind of keep moving on our end with the football here though so the city league our picks brashear university prep alterdice west and Perry. as characters independent for the second year in a row just look at the city league really quick, as of course we have the city league as part of our season guide as well. So everyone, please enjoy that because just because they're not the Whitfield, there's still very, there's a lot of talented ball players in the city, and a lot of guys who deserve recognition. So please give it the time. Um, but here's the thing, Brashear—they were a young team last year. They took their lumps, they struggled, but they pretty much bring everybody back. Tamir Robinson's a sophomore, but he is a rising stud. Could be the best player in the city for the next two years, if not this year, too. Pitts already offered him, Penn State's offered him, West Virginia's, I think, on the ship as well to get this guy. Superstar in the making. But he's one of many talented young bulls. You got Kevin Smith, Sincere Kimbro. Dante Dolis is a senior leading the way for them. Jamari Watkins is their leading lineman who's talented too. Isaac Brashier is a lot of talent, a lot of hunger. They have the experience from last year. Watch out for them. University Prep brings back Keith Norman, star linebacker, had gone off from Toledo a couple weeks ago. But University Prep, they just, they've just they been kind of the consistent City League team the last six, seven years, where they've always just been one of the top two. No matter who they have or who they've lost, they found a way to reload. And, again, they lost a lot to graduation. But I think they'll find a way to continue that trend. Alderdice, they went, um, they went back-to-back 2016-17, Actually, I think it was 27, 2018. I apologize. If I missed the dates up. But they had the kind of struggled last year, having to just have all the boys up by graduation. This year, they bring some guys back Shakur Pack, the quarterback, A Savion Randolph is their receiver, defensive back, and arguably the best two linemen in the Whippie, well, I mean, the City League, in Solomon Johnston and Eric McClung. But do the Dragons have enough across the board to be able to get back to the City title game? Westinghouse, the defending city champs. They lost a lot of guys from that team, including Dan Hayes, who's now a pit on the D-line. But Darius Bruce might be the overall best player in the city this year, leads the returning cast. They like to run the ball a lot. If they can figure out and to get guys to fill the voids, no reason why they can't repeat or at least make it back to the title game. But I just think they have a lot to replace. And then Perry – Made the playoffs last year. This year, I picked them to miss it just because they have a new coach. They lost a lot of guys, let alone they had two guys transfer. Like I said earlier, Trayshawn Barron to Penn Hills, Timothy, uh, Timothy Jones – no, I'm sorry, Tim, Timmy Henderson to Cornell. Pepsi Farrow, who was from their state title team in 1989, is now the new head coach. Hopefully Perry can get some energy back into the program. I just think it might take – another year or two and then Carrick they're trying to rebuild the program we'll see what they can do but they but they have positive vibes and that's what matters if you're gonna start a backup so hopefully this year they can find a way to get some wins I think they're only playing six games hopefully they can kind of finally get in the win column a little bit get some confidence momentum and build towards 2021 so that's just kind of on the city league quick wrap of course in depth it's all on our guide so please check it out and again we dropped it last night and in the last 20 some hours we've had just an incredible amount of positive reaction to it. So as I say, greatly appreciate all the positive words and encouragement and support from everybody. There's a lot of hard work that goes into making this over the course of 10 weeks, but it's a heck of a fun ride and it's enjoyable. And honestly we do it for the athletes and just for the joy of what people football is, what it means to these communities in this area, Western PA. So So I just want to know that everybody, all of our followers, all of our supporters, we greatly appreciate you and love you all. And we do it for the athletes. And also with that being said, check us out on our website for full access to our season guide, totally free via PDF. We have the link on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook, but also for in-season updates week by week with scores, recaps, top players, top games, and then just fun weekly news articles check out check us out follow us on the web stay up to date with us and of course for the first time ever we have cta merchandise available up until next wednesday with the first batch of stuff so if you like what we do if you support us or just want us to keep coming with stuff check us out give it a look stay tuned just some new work on as well so it was a joy doing this by i'm gonna let you wrap it up
0: everyone Myself and Nick. We will see you all. We will get back here next week. Talk about all the games that happened today, the City League game today, the games on Friday, and the two one a games on Saturday. We'll recap them for you next week, and also expect later on next week for our preview of Week One. This season about to be a show, and I hope you all think too. I hope you all think it'll be a show as well. So, go to some games if you can. Watch it wherever you can because these are ath- high school athletes that are going to experience something life changing. Even if they have a bad record or good record, they're going to experience something life changing this season. So, watch those games for Nick Umbrantero. Peace out.